0: All right, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Armchair Arguments. Matt here, Brandon here again with me. Um, just recapping a great weekend in Louisiana football. The Saints made the playoffs uh, for at least the third year in a row. It might be the fourth year in a row. Um, and and going to host a wild card game against the Vikings after beating um, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, didn't get a lot of help from the other two teams, and that. Giving them a chance. They had a chance at a at a at a bye or possible even home field advantage. But both the 49ers won and the Packers won. So they did not have a chance to do that. However, they get to host a wild card game against the Vikings this weekend. Also, the day before that, on a Saturday, a beautiful Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia, the LSU Tigers beat the Oklahoma Sooners before they even stepped off the bus the game the game oh yeah 63 to 28 it was 49 to 14 at halftime uh the lsu tigers thoroughly dominated really on both sides of the ball um the 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 last uh, you know any points that were given up uh to Oklahoma, other other than a long touchdown in the first quarter um were really you know just kind of garbage time points so uh, just kudos to to LSU and 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 Joe Burrow and and Ed Ogeron, and everything those guys are doing. And I know Brent- you know I
1: lost some money on that game. Did you? Yeah, I, uh, I I told all my buddies when we were watching the game, I said I, I ten ten dollars they don't come back after halftime. I didn't think they'd come back out on the field, but they did. So I lost some money on that game. <laughs> I mean, it's four, I mean, four hundred yards passing you give up in the first half, seven touchdowns. I would come back out. I would get back on the bus, get home early. You know, beat traffic.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I saw the the meme with uh, if you if you were a fan of Rocky and Rocky Four, where
1: throw the towel.
0: Yes, throw the towel. He died in the ring, yeah. man. Throw the towel. Yeah. You know, so
1: yeah, I that was dude. I I mean, when you think about, it, I know we're joking, but when you think about the performance of Joe Burrow this year. It's it's magical, man. Like me and you were talking the other day, like. I never thought I would be able to see LSU at this peak with this type of player, at quarterback. And, I mean, he had more touchdown passes than incompletions at halftime. Like, eight, seven. He had more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts had completions at halftime. <laughs> that is a true, real stat. Like, this guy is – it's time that we consider him to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football history. Um, one of the best ever. One of the best to ever do it, and I'm just I'm privileged that he was, I'm, He could say he, he played for my team. He played for LSU, and well, uh, this is a once in a lifetime thing we're seeing.
0: I I, I could not agree with you more. That, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about it. I remember playing NCAA football as a kid. You know, all those different games, and and you would try to you know you would put up those video game numbers. Well, I don't remember ever putting up seven seven passing touchdowns in the first half of any video no. game ever played in. So he, no. put, he put up better than video game numbers. But, yeah, man, just to hit on what you say, uh, I think that I, I, I just never – you know, we've always wanted as an LSU fan, We you know, we've always just asked for an above-average quarterback to help with the athletes that we have at LSU around because we've had nothing but great athletes come through on offense and defense. But especially yes. on the offensive side of the ball, we've just waited for an above-average quarterback because – all we've gotten are below average to average quarterbacks, you know. Yes. And then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know if it has to do. It may have a, some some more to do the offense. Regardless, Joe Burrow has become the best. I mean, he's having the best season in college football history at, at the quarterback position. Uh, I know Cam Newton had a great season too, but he's blown every statistic out of the water. He's in a time he'll they'll like like you just we talked about before. They will be the first SEC team if they win out. To go 15 and 0 and win the national championship, yep. um, they will be the first college football playoff team to have a quarterback win the Heisman um, and then win the na- no, not even just in the SEC, you know, in anything. There's have there hasn't been a quarterback win the Heisman and then also win the national championship in the college football playoff. So yep. up to this date, um, he this this team would be the best. I you know would be in the in the debate, but I don't know if there's a debate, especially if if he does. If he dominates against Clemson or even uh, remotely, if he has a good game against Clemson, he'll have the best season ever in college football history in the quarterback position. So
1: I want to throw you a number out for you, okay? I'm going to throw a number out. It's 58. You know what that is?
0: I don't know. What's that?
1: That is the FBS record for touchdowns in a season. That's held by Colt Brennan from Hawaii in 2006. And they played absolutely nobody that whole year. Yeah. Joe Burrow is at fifty five against the SEC in one of the toughest schedules that any team's ever gone through. Literally a gauntlet of of top top ten teams, top twenty five teams, however you want to say it. He's played probably on the hardest schedules in college football history ever. And he's at fifty five. Three touchdowns away from tying the FBS touchdown passing or passing touchdowns in a season, four to break it. Well let look, that sink I- in.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. I know, you know, that time they, they probably played less games than what LSU's playing. I've probably played two extra They played games, 14. But...
1: They played 14. Played so, it's one game less.
0: Golly, man. That's just – that's impressive. I, I don't know how – I didn't realize he was that close to the FBS record. Until. Me either. I
1: looked it up yesterday because I knew – I thought it was 50-something. And the guy was like, man, he got to be close. And then I saw 58 and my eyes just got big because this guy's about to probably set a record that might never be broken. So, LSU fans, like – when I tell you enjoy the season, enjoy the season, because this LSU did take a step up in the program, and I think we we're going to be good uh, for the years to come. Yeah, we're not going to be this good. We're not going to well, be how, this good. There's no way.
0: And the man was disappointed with his outing. He was disappointed. He said it could have been better. You know, because his completion percentage was lower than what it normally was. Like
1: He was like I, 74.
0: The man was is hungry, constantly <laughs> – constantly eating soup with a fork is Joe Burrow. That's what he's doing. He's constantly – man can't get satisfied for anything. And he doesn't care about numbers. He just cares about Ws, man. We won't see another guy like this. Like you said, I don't care if a guy puts up statistics like Joe Burrow. There won't be another Joe Burrow because of his mentality, his competitiveness, his toughness, and just the way he's just carried. just, Just like I said, man, he makes everybody around him better. Everybody yes. around him better, you know. Um, it's just been so much fun to watch. Okay, on like on the same path to that, I have to talk. We have to talk about that other playoff game. Okay, um, Clemson and Oklahoma was the better game, was the closer game. You know, um, between two teams that um, belong in the top three with LSU. Uh, I think we can agree that Oklahoma didn't wasn't in the same realm. Um, as LSU or probably Ohio State or Clemson. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's know, why they were the four people,
1: seed, and that's why everyone was fighting for the one seed.
0: Yeah, and I, look, and I think that a lot of people have said, you know, well, why do we even have a, a four? I've heard people say, well, why do we even have four teams in a playoff if, if, if a team's going to get blown out that way? Because you had three teams that legitimately had a had a shot yeah. at uh, at a national championship. And Clemson, you know, if it would have played out, in all honesty. Clemson would even had a shot at the national championship if, yeah. it the, if it was the old way, you know what I mean? Yep. So after going 20, whatever they went, 28, 28, 28. No. So, yes. Um, but this is what I think, man, that game, that game was a great game. I thought that Ohio state um, was probably the more talented team uh, throughout the whole game. I thought they had more talent on the field. I thought they made the most mistakes I thought they made some, you know, obviously it's a couple of touchdown drops in the first quarter, in the first half from the running back, who I think is legit. I Gee, would he is, I think. 170 I think yards. He, I think he's Zeke-esque. I think he has a chance to be a, a little bit like Zeke in the pros. Um, I, I think that they, they missed several opportunities. Josh Fields really played a good game. Even at the very end, he threw a pass. as you expect his receiver to not? I mean, he threw it before his receiver decided to stop. At the it was end a good game. ball. It was, yeah, it was good ball. I, mean, you know, I think that Clemson caught a few breaks and that Clemson was coached very, very well. They were very disciplined and very, you know, and, and to be able, because I don't, I think they were, I think that was a game that you rarely see that the talent didn't outplay the discipline and the will to win from a team that's been there before. However, yeah. the team, to me, I'm, I'm sorry to go on around, but Trevor Lawrence showed me. He is undoubtedly going to be the 2021 20, first overall pick in the draft. I don't care what happens. No doubt. No doubt. Out, no doubt. That man, I didn't, know, I didn't know his toughness was there. I mean, you know, on and all I see, the man got hit in the mouth a few times. And yeah,
1: he gets scoot, too, man. He could scoot. He got some wheels man on him. Six,
0: he six, six, and ran for 100-something yards.
1: 107? Yeah, he could scoot.
0: Two thirty. I mean, probably compares him to Peyton Manning. That's been the big, big comparison, but he's a little more athletic than Peyton Manning. Um, yes, I think, in all honesty, that you have. You know, I, I like. You know, I told- I told you about Justin Fields. I like. You know what what Justin Fields does. I just. I told you. I, I'm not sure if when the going gets rough, if he gets going. You know what I mean. I'm not yes. sure if that. He doesn't. I don't know if he has that. He definitely doesn't have that same competitive fire to me. That. Um, that that Lawrence and Burrow have. Now, he almost won the game at the end right there. We'll, we'll see him. He's got some years to play, too. But I think the two best quarterbacks in college football are going to get a chance to play against each other yep. um, and, uh, on January 13th. And, man, I just got to say, I, I got to give a lot of props to, to Lawrence because I told you that they were they were out, out talented, I thought, but he was so good. And, and, and they, were, they were the game plan, on uh, defensively adjustments they made to Ohio State after they could have been losing 28 to nothing, you know, easily. The adjustments they made and then offensively the adjustments they made too. I mean, they were, they were able to find a way to win. And, and Trevor Lawrence showed to me that he is a legitimate great quarterback. And another, you know, we just talked about LSU being one of the greatest teams in college football history. Um, if Clemson takes down this LSU football team, you have to put them up there too. After, yep. after winning right. an, after winning a national championship last year and going – that they would have gone – if they win this game, they have gone they would have gone 30-0 if they yeah. win.
1: And, I mean, I'd, I don't want to break down the national championship yet, but I, I think LSU has just as much talent as you said Ohio State has. And you thought yeah, Ohio I mean. State out-talented Clemson. So, I think LSU does have an edge there. But uh, just talking about the Clemson and Ohio State game, um, man, I think they won the – I think we called it perfectly. I, I think we called it perfectly. That they've been there, done that before, they made adjustments and they just wanted it more. I mean, Ohio State got inside the 10 three times, converted one of those into touchdowns, and that was the deciding fact in the game. You get inside the red zone and you can't put the ball in the end zone. That's a problem. You know, and, and Trevor Lawrence, like you said, showed true grit, just literally taking that shot in the mouth and coming back up and running the football the right neck the next play. For a big you know he just I mean he just did everything he could to make that team win um and much respect to the Clemson program and always had it for him but I mean like you said Trevor Lawrence is the real deal and I've, I've been saying that all year uh I think Justin Fields is also a great quarterback um I actually think uh, he's my favorite to win the Heisman Trophy next year but anyway I think uh I think he has a he has a great year next year as well. But uh, the two top quarterbacks the NCAA will be playing each other on January 13th for a national championship.
0: Yeah, and it's fun, like we talked about last podcast, man, that we got to see all of these quarterbacks play at the same time. You know, we got to see yeah. Jalen. We got to see um, Tua play before Tua got hurt. And then, of course, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. And they're all, man, I think we were very blessed this year to see a group of quarterbacks play – all at the same time, you know, where if it's another year where Joe Burrow's not there, um, Fields or, or you know, a lot or, or Jalen wins the Heisman, you know what I mean? You know, yes. if, if if Carlo if Kyler Murray's in this group right here last year, if this same group was with Kyler Murray last year, we may not be talking about Kyler Murray the way we did last year. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um, we were very very fortunate to have um, a lot of great quarterbacks. There's a lot of and, and like you mentioned, the transfer portal transfer portal definitely helped with all of that to be able to see. Uh, several great quarterbacks playing at the same time. So, um, man, I'm, I'm just excited about the game. I think uh, I think we should go ahead and make some predictions, some, some early predictions. Is that for the championship? national championship, or did you want to wait? You we will wait.
1: wait. We we have to wait for that, man. Okay. First of all, I need to do some more research. <laughs> I need to watch some more film and break it down. I got to call Dabo okay. Sweeney and see how confident he really is. But
0: yeah, we need to wait for that. Well, also we need to wait because Trevor Lawrence—he probably feels like he got hit by a, 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 a semi you know, a few nights ago. I, I know how be to beat sore. Clemson.
1: I know how to beat Clemson and beat them handily. I just can't put that on on the air right now. So just I, I gotta <laughs> well, let's give me give me a week, two weeks. We'll do it a week before the game and we'll get it out there.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you, we gotta make, we're gonna give you that time to give a chance to, to telegraph. Uh, Coach O, before that happens, so and then we'll put it on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll work. That'll work.
0: Um, so, on back over, switching back gears to the NFL, um, great playoff picture coming up. You know, the, the wild card weekend starts this weekend coming up. Uh, the Saints will host the Vikings at home. Uh, the Patriots will host the Titans at home, right? Yes. Patriots and Titans. Um. Uh the Sea Ce- uh Seattle will play the Eagles, correct? Yep, yep. And um on Bills the Bills Mafia
1: side, will are... play the Texans.
0: Okay. Who who plays the Texans?
1: The Bills Mafia. Yeah,
0: that's right. The Bills Mafia plays the Texans. Okay. So, um, uh, Brandon, I guess we could hash out the uh uh the wild card weekend. What's your wild card weekend picks?
1: Uh I'll start with Seattle and Eagles. First of all, Matt, I called that one. Then I called the Eagles winning that division late, where yeah, I called he, Dallas losing that division. Pretty excited yeah, about is. that. Um, I think the Eagles—they uh, don't have enough depth to beat the Seahawks with three of their starting receivers out. Zach Ertz out, banged up. I mean, they just the, the injuries they've had. is – when you play a good team, you're not going to be able to overcome it. So I got to see Seattle. Seattle winning that game by in Philly. Um, Titans and Patriots. I think this is going to be an interesting game. I think this might be the best game of all weekend. But I think okay. the Titans are going to win this game, man. I really do. I think people underestimate how physical the Titans are offensively and de- defensively. They play physical football. They love to run the football. Patriots have a great defense. However, their only weakness on defense is teams running the ball between the tackles. So I think the Titans actually edge this game out. I think Ryan Tannehill makes a few big throws. And I think the Titans' defense play well enough consistently through a whole game and limit Tom Brady to making big plays and I think they get a couple sacks while doing it. I give the Titans this game beating the Patriots and Foxborough, which is probably gonna be the first time the Patriots get knocked out in the first round in probably over a decade. Uh, um what?
0: Not so fast, my friend. Oh gosh. Okay, go. Go go. Uh man, I I just start with that game first. Uh, I just can't bet against the Patriots uh, in the in the first round of the playoffs. I might can bet against them. I'm ha- I'll have, I'll in have week
1: 17 when they lose to Miami and get embarrassed by Miami by a guy named Ryan Fitzpatrick. What about hey, look, that game?
0: Don't, don't count out. They didn't sit starters. starters. So this is what I'm telling you. You're gonna. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be picking on you next week when this happens. When All right. the Patriots come into this game and they go up by about 17. No in way. The first, and then. The Titans make a little bit of a push, and then they go up again, and they win like 20-14, no okay, or 27-14. That's what I'm going to say, 27-14. It's, it's going to be – they're going to win by uh, 17 points. That's what's going to happen because –
1: 17 points.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, 13 points. My bad. Let's make
1: a wager points. on this. <laughs> okay. 13
0: points. 13 points. Hear me Oh, you changed so this it. Thirteen. I, I mean, I said 27-14. I just can't do math. You know, okay. I am from Kenwood, Louisiana, man. I can't do math. No, okay. So, okay. so, thirteen points is what I am what I am putting it at because, man, the Patriots just find a way to win, and they're in Gillette. I just don't, I don't trust a Titans team led by uh, by Tannehill. I trust it much more than I did with Mariota at the helm, and they played. You know, they played well. You trust well. I
1: mean, it more it. with Mariota?
0: No, you, said, have I, you watched the Tennessee play this no, past five weeks? I said I trusted more with Tannehill. I didn't – I trust a lot more oh, with Tannehill. okay. Than do. I was but about to s-
1: figuratively it. slap I, you through this headset.
0: No, no, no. I, but I don't trust it enough to beat the Boston Patriots in Gillette.
1: Oh, gosh. I, just,
0: I don't, man. I, I don't care if Tom Brady's 56. You know, if he's playing in Gillette with that – there's a good defense on the other side of Tom Brady. And I just don't – and they're going to be ready. They've been there before. Belichick's going to game plan some way. He's going to be deflating balls up there he's oh. the hell out of this thing, he's going to find a way to win by 13. I'm just telling oh.
1: you. He All is. Right.
0: But look, it's not going to be enough the next round. But this round, this this weekend, it might be the best game if the other games are getting blown out because 13 points is the best chance I'm giving the Titans to be as close to the Patriots. That's as close as they're getting to them. It's 13, 13 points. A game. Yep, 27. Well, I,
1: well, I'm calling the Titans going to win because they're
0: a physical run game.
1: Good defense, and I think the Titans upset the Patriots in this in this game, game
0: honestly. And see, and Seattle and Eagles, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a good game. I think that's actually a little closer game than what you even predicted. I think that's a maybe it comes down the wire. I think the Eagles also are a good playoff team in the last few years, and they play. Yeah. You know, they just find a way in the playoffs to make some some good plays. But I still think Seattle, you know, also has been there, done that. So I think that Seattle—it's a lot of great teams in this year's playoff on both sides. Like a, a lot of good teams, and I mean, as well, there should be. It should be every year, but it just seems like this year is all—it's all good teams. Nobody just a fluke that got in. I know the Eagles, their division was was very weak, but they still are a good playoff team. I think that Seattle wins by like a field goal. I think it's close. I think maybe okay. a touchdown, or a field goal separates um, them, and they're playing. they even the and they're playing in Philadelphia. I think Seattle, yep. like you said, goes on the road and gets that win
1: okay so we disagree on titans patriots we agree on seahawks eagles who you have on bills texans
0: um i have the bills my friend i think the bills um are just a hot team riding into this game uh i like deshaun watson i had him in my top 10 quarterbacks uh to start the season i think he's still uh, maybe in there He's, he's probably in the top 10 still um and they have a good offense but i've I've just I've, i've gotten a chance to watch them a lot throughout the year i don't know if it's just because they've been on tv when i've had a chance to watch and i just don't really trust uh the texans to get a win a crucial win um in a crucial game against a bills team that has a really good defense too and every time i've watched the texans play a good defense they haven't tended to play you know very well and their defense isn't just an a great defense too, and we always talk about defense wins championships. So all I keep talking about right now is defense. So, um, I think the Bills. I think the Bills win this one. Is that the Bills too? Correct? Or no, no
1: they at Houston. Bills Houston. a wild card team, huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think the Bills go on the road and get this win, man. It, regardless of where it's at, I think the Bills are a better team. Uh, I think they find a way to get a win against the Texans in Houston.
1: All right, you must be confused. The Houston Texans, I think, has more talent. Than the Buffalo Bills. I respect the Bills. They also had the weakest schedule in all of the NFL. But you talk about defense. JJ Watt's going to be back. He's playing this week. And I know one player doesn't make or break a defense, but this guy's leadership, he's been there. He's done that. He's played in playoff games, he's won playoff games. I think the defense is going to play a very good game against the Buffalo Bills. And I think the better quarterback is going to come out on top of this game, and that's going to be Deshaun Watson. I expect him to make a lot of plays with his legs, and I think that he's just going to will this team to a playoff win and advance to the next round.
0: You're giving, you're giving Deshaun Watson too much credit, my friend. Deshaun Watson is what? not there not yet. You're about to see the rise also of Josh Allen. You're going to see it.
1: I like Josh Allen. I think he's a good quarterback. But Deshaun Watson is fantastic.
0: He is. He's a fantastic He has the worst
1: offensive line. He has a terrible offensive line, dude. Like, he snaps the ball and has to run backwards 12 yards and throw it off his back foot. So he's doing a lot with not much help. Yes, he has Hopkins and his talented receiving core, but they can't run the football. They're one-dimensional, and the offensive line can't pass block to save their life.
0: Okay, all those things you just said. Have you ever heard of a playoff team – Winning a game when they have a terrible offensive line, no running game, and all they rely on is a quarterback that runs around and makes plays by himself.
1: The Patriots.
0: Oh, that, what is Tom Brady? <laughs> what, 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 what is, uh, what if that ever
1: happened? Hey, let's just say when they were in five wide and James White. I mean, come on. Two years ago, no, was it maybe last year before it, it before was, Sony Michelle got there? They were literally he- in. 11 personnel, I don't know what you want to call it, when it was James White catching the ball every other play.
0: Well, let me ask you this. When have they ever had a terrible offensive line? When have they ever had uh, the Patriots had just a terrible a terrible this year. offensive line? This, this year. That's that's probably right. They had probably an average offensive line this year. I wouldn't say terrible. I would okay. say an average offensive line. And Deshaun Watson has a below average offensive line. And well, his, the left tackles,
1: man, he's all right.
0: Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, man, as, as a group, you're only as good as your worst man in, offense, right, in offensive line, right? You're right. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I just think that that's, that's going to be the key. I just don't think – I don't think – I shouldn't put all the blame on Deshaun Watson because I told you I think he's a great quarterback. I just think that what their – the system that they run, they don't run the same system that the Patriots ran like you're talking about with James White during those years where yeah. they had success. They, they rely on Deshaun Watson to do everything. And a man can't just carry. I mean, that's that's basically like Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. You know, we saw what happened with that. So yeah, that's that's why I'm, that's why I'm picking the Bills. I'm not trying to convince you to go the other way, but I'm hey, just saying hey, you're going to be wrong next week on this one too. So that's, can't that's, tell that's you something.
1: Really you talked about you compared it to Jalen Hurts and the Bills and all that. I would pick the Bills if Joe Burrow played for him, but he's not there yet. So I I, I think Deshaun Watson outscores. Uh, Well, crap. What's his name? Josh Allen. But if that was Joe Burrow, I would pick the Bills.
0: I'm going to say that Joe Burrow makes the playoffs in his second year. Second year. Wow. That is bold prediction right there. Bold prediction. uh, Cincinnati? Bold prediction Tuesday. Joe Burrow brings the Cincinnati Bengals to the first time in the playoffs in 10 years in his second year. Watch. I hope
1: they I hope they hope draft some offensive linemen or get some off free agency because I don't want to see Joe Burrow go to NFL team and have below standard offensive line because that's how you ruin a young quarterback early. So uh, that's kind of a tangent of what we're talking about. But, man, yeah, I hope they Robbie, get some pieces.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, so the other playoff game, what's the other AFC championship game? We already did out. it. We're
1: on the last NFC game, and last that NFC. would be the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. Lizzo's Minnesota Vikings.
0: <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, if if I, I don't know if Lizzo's going to help them at all, but I don't. I think this might be the you know the most one-sided game of all the games uh, that'll be happening over the weekend. I think the Saints take care of business at home. I think they win uh, in a game that's probably not too close. I think the Vikings put up a little bit of a fight, but I think it's probably around the 34-17 mark,
1: okay. something like that.
0: Um, I think the Saints uh, kind of take it to them. And I think actually, you know, as a Saints fan, obviously, you know, you get a lot of people that talk around you, but, you know, after the games that happened like on Sunday night where they had a chance to get a bye and everybody wants to talk about, you know, disappointed that they didn't get a bye. Look, I think that, you know, it might be a good a good thing for the Saints, for the New Orleans Saints that, To not have a bye this year, I think you go two years in a row with having a bye, and you don't make it to the Super Bowl. So I think maybe the mentality of not having any week off, you know, until you know, of course, until you get a chance to play. If you get a chance to play in the Super Bowl, you get some weeks off in between. But not having a chance to take a week off and playing it like it's just the next game, like kind of like the LSU Tigers kind of took that approach, like let's just play the next game, kind of thing. Don't even think about it being the playoffs. They have a home game and then they'd have an away game at Green Bay if they won. Yeah, uh, so that's
1: people, a difficult place to play this time of is, year. It is, But
0: I, I think I think the mentality going into it, just you know, playing it one game at a time, and it's just the next game, and you and you, there's no there's no uh, drop off or differences in uh, in preparation. I think that makes a difference too. You know what I mean? Like it's just they they go into it the same another game week. There's no week off. Uh, sometimes I think that week off can mess up some teams too it's all you know you can you you can possibly not that you know, I know it's the playoffs and you can get geared up for it too it's
1: it's not the week off it's it's the home field advantage that I think I think it's an advantage I mean obviously I mean if the Saints get a tie, uh, get a bye I don't care about the rest it's just that you're guaranteed to have two playoff games at home so now at the 3 spot yeah you get the wild card game at home and then now you have to travel to uh I mean Lambeau Field where it's negative 10 degrees and we play in a dome all year and it's just difficult to overcome.
0: Yeah, I just – I get tired of hearing about home field advantage, man. I, I think – I mean, it Does it, is, it not exist? What?
1: Does it not exist or does it, it exist? It,
0: it it does. It does for okay. every team. I just think that the Saints could use – I mean, for their, for their perseverance that they, you know, they pulled off this year, man, because look, everybody, including us, were saying that the Saints were basically done when Drew Brees went down. Like, done. Yeah. We didn't think they had a chance to play it like I was doing the Jim Moore playoffs. Yeah, you're right. You know? So, for them to persevere and for Teddy to do what he did, and, 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 and honestly, you know, on the NFC side at least, I mean, we're not even going to AFC. I don't want to mention the Ravens and the Chiefs and those teams, but they're probably the most complete team the, this team that, the New Orleans Saints even not being a Saints fan the Saints and the 49ers are probably the two most complete teams in the NFC yes. uh, and and I think you go and play and you go and and just for Drew, Drew Brees uh, Drew Brees resume going into the Hall of Fame he's beat Kurt Warner he's beat Brett Favre he's beat Peyton Manning in the playoff game I would love to see him put an Aaron Rodgers under his belt in Lambeau, in the snow, and put all those doubters to shame about, oh, he plays in a dome. That's the only reason why he has all these laudy statistics. Uh, if he goes out there in the snow and beats Aaron Rodgers on his own field, then I will – it will just – my gosh, man, my heart will just be – my day will be made, man. I, mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm just – because I'm always hearing about Aaron Rodgers even. You know, you, you know, there's a lot of people that at at one time had him – you may still have him as a better player over, over Drew Brees, but I just – I would like to see them play against each other in a game because that hasn't happened in the playoffs yet. You're right. Um, and, like you said, uh, of course, I mean, there's no doubt that it gives the advantage to the Saints if they're playing in the Dome. Uh, but they lost in the Dome last year to the Rams. And it oh, I
1: don't talk about that. I'm still sour about that.
0: I know you're sour, but it was an L. At the end of the day, it was an L at home. It was the first L they've had at home no, in a while. It long was a W that playoff. was
1: stolen from us. That's what it was.
0: Well, let's not forget that after that happened, we still had a chance in overtime. We got the ball first in overtime. And Drew Brees threw a pick on the, the first series in overtime. So, everybody tends to forget that. As much as I love Drew Brees, too, we had a same, we had a, another opportunity to win that football game. It's kind of like, man, it's kind of like this Ohio – I don't mean to go on a tangent real quick. But Ohio State, this whole – after they lost, their coaches just whining and complaining about the missed calls that happened and um, the calls that didn't go their way with the refs and the fumble and it should have been an incomplete pass and the targeting call. Man, you're all like you when you say that, their players believe that too. You ha- you have to you have to own up to the mistakes that you made. They they had plenty of opportunities to win that game early in the game throughout the game. And I yeah. think that the Saints did too. It should have never been that close against the Rams. I know people probably hate me saying this, but um, it, I'll it, give it, it to you. A, a ref should not make or break the game. Now look, obviously they make that call and the Saints Win that game. There's no doubt about it. It was a blown call, but it didn't happen. So you pick yourself back up and you make the next play because the Patriots have been doing that for the last 15 years, at least yep. 20 years.
1: Well, they and, get all the calls. That's the only
0: difference. Oh, my gosh. Am I wrong? They get a lot you. of the calls. They do. And they cheat, which is also a They do cheat. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, I think I think the Saints go into the, I think they go into a, a home game. They get one home game at least, and then they they might have to go play in the snow in Lambeau. We'll see what happens. I, I know it'll be cold. I don't know if it'll be snowing. But I, if they if they do beat the Packers, and if it's the 49ers,
1: correct, then we go to we go there. But if somehow the 49ers lose and we beat the Packers, then it would go through the Dome
0: after that, correct? Yes, that's exactly. Okay. um, you know, people people tend to forget that Drew Brees played in in Purdue, which is in Illinois. Which is a Big Ten team, where you're he right. played in the snow a lot in college, and he broke several Big Ten records during a time where quarterbacks wasn't the craze. You know what I mean? It you're wasn't right. like the quarterback year, of the uh, you know year of the quarterback during that time, and he made it look cool to be a quarterback then. So you're right. Um, you know, I, I just trust that he knows how to play in, in those outdoor conditions. He just doesn't do it a lot. Also, he plays in the NFC South, so you'd have a, you have other domes too. And then when you play in Carolina or you play in uh, uh, Tampa. When it's not – those are the only two – I mean, them and Atlanta both have domes. But when you play in those other two, it's great conditions. And a lot of the teams you play, I mean, you don't get to play a lot of cold weather games. But I think he knows – I mean, I don't think it matters to Drew Brees. You know what I mean? He has a lot of that – him and Joe Burrow uh, share a lot of the same mentalities. And, um, man, I just – I'm looking forward to the weekend, man. I'm looking forward to watching some good playoff football.
1: Nah, uh, he'll be good. Uh, like like you, Connie, kind of like you said, some th- some things I really agree with. Drew Brees, you forgot how you can't undermine his greatness and what he's done in the past. Um, he could obviously go into Green Bay if we were to win this game and and win that game as well. And I think Green Bay is kind of taking a step back as a team. Uh, definitely they are defensively. I think they're they've won games, but they. Barely won games even against Detroit in week 17, where they obviously were still playing for a win because they wanted the two seed. So I think it's very, they're very capable of doing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they have a good defense and like against Minnesota a couple, a couple of weeks ago, too. I don't know if you watched that game. It might have been like on Christmas Day. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving Day or something yeah. like that. They, they turned the ball over several times. Green Bay yeah. did. And they still won that game because Kirk Cousins in Minnesota couldn't do a thing. Yes. And they, you know, against their defense. So I definitely think their defense is much better, but their offense is not very good. And I think yeah. that if, if you have a team like the Saints that can shred any defense, no matter who the defense is, then the Green Bay is going to run into some trouble. So the only thing that, only team that I think that has a chance to stop in New Orleans is San Francisco.
1: Yeah, they're, I they're good.
0: I, I feel bad for, like I said, for the wild card team that drew the Saints, and then I feel bad for Green Bay. I don't care if it's in Lambeau. I think, you know we'll get to make our predictions when those when those divisional games come up in a couple of weeks but i think the saints right now uh have to be the favorite going to this game and possibly the next game too
1: i like it i like it
0: um, all right well thank you everybody listening uh uh thank you for tuning in we'll we'll break down next week we'll break down the divisional round after we get the results and and find out that i'm right about everything that i said today. oh gosh uh, and brandon will be you know licking his wounds uh thinking about how he should have picked the Patriots to win. How he bet against. The Just Cleveland watch, Patriots. Just watch in a wild card round. Just watch. <laughs> Why
1: okay. you call uh, you Matt Brady? That's what I'm gonna call you, Matt Brady.
0: <laughs> Look, I'll be the first one to tell you, I am not a Tom Brady fan, but okay. I know I know better than to pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs, at least the first round. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, everybody. Brand, you got anything else before we go off? Who that? <laughs> Do that. All right, everybody. Thank you.